say play 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing on what you ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Hawkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Hawkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly. As soon as it drops, we're on a rap day. Bubbles popping up before you know where. There's rubber enough, cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Uh, let's see. Today on the radio show, John Martin's going to join us in the next segment, as he does every single Wednesday. Uh, Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. And typically on Wednesdays, we would have Sam Hardiman uh, from the Daily Memphian. Sam's in Paris, of all places. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, you know what? Last we checked in, he was in Costa Rica. And uh, and now he's in Paris, uh, deserved, mind you, for the good work he does for the Daily Memphian, but we won't have Sam Hardiman. Sounds this. like I get that Daily Memphian salary. I'm serious. You're hiring? I'm serious. So, anyway. Um, by the way, we got a lot of sports to talk about. Did you see there's more on the armed dude who was walking through Midtown? What happened, by the way, with your experience there? This was Monday. Picture of this guy walking with a... Yeah, so I I didn't see the picture till after. I saw the picture after we got home. Yeah. So, and then did you get a notice? Yes. So basically, I got an email like where uh, we have that app that a lot of these daycares have, and the like. They basically send like a mass notification. And what's it say? The notification basically said we've received reports from others from an uh, from another school in Midtown that there's an armed gunman. There's not been shots fired, but like. The school is on lockdown. The school's on lockdown. So, and so, what do you do then? And do you and Aaliyah both get it? And is she then flipping out? Well, not that you aren't flipping out, but like, so we're we're trying to work on some personal growth with Aaliyah, (laughs) Uh and so she turned off her notifications, which is for the best for everyone. Good. Because of that, I was like, I well, I did, but I was like, I'm going, I'm going to get her, and she's like, why? I was like, uh. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So I told her, and then I was like, "I'm going to get her." Uh, and then afterwards, were other people all getting their kids? Oh, too? you could tell like everyone had gotten the message at the same time, and, like, and you're all descending. Y- on yeah, the I mean, there was like you know, like it was just like a uh, revolving door of, of. Did you get the message? <sighs> well, then this nice moment happened. So they have that e blast, and Jeff, we have a key card to get in. Yeah, and my key card didn't work. And so, you know, I've got this one person standing behind me. She's like, uh, your key card doesn't work. And then she, like, backed up. And I was like, I was like, I, jo- Josephine, right. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, what, what do you mean? She's thinking that the, 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 I, I the, that, the, the like, gunman has, well, you, has you get penetrated a mes- you get, you and get a message. the key card. You yes. get a message, and then you got someone trying to go in. And it's like, oh, this key card doesn't work? I mean, I think they would be suspicious. Right. Yes. So. <sighs> well, um, evidently. Uh, there's, there's not, it's not entirely By the way, clear. You should have seen the judgment in this woman's eyes of me. I've the never, judgment I've, that what? That, oh, that your key card didn't. Correct. She thought you were the. Well, she's suspicious. Oh, I mean, like, I you see, get it. She backed away. I, yes. I didn't understand the full implication that your, they had, they had disabled your key card. Um, all right. Anyway, so, uh, the dude is walking down the street. He's wearing a nice sweater and, uh, and, uh, some sort of khaki pant or whatever, and he's got this gun, this giant-ass gun. Can't tell exactly what it is. Not that I would be the person to consult anyway about uh, uh, your gun identification. And um, evidently, 
Um, you know, first of all, we have the 2021 permitless carry law, which allows anyone 21 and up to carry a handgun without a permit. And that was then extended to anyone 18 and older this year, uh, following a settlement between the guns right group and the Tennessee attorney general. This is from the daily Memphian story. Um, and you always like to have a settlement between those two parties. And then, uh, you are also, it is legal to carry a rifle if it is not loaded and the ammunition is not in the owner's immediate vicinity. Um, so there you go. A former Knoxville police chief is quoted here, head of the uh, Tennessee Bureau of Investigations. He says, our position has been carrying long guns in public is not reasonable. I get self-protection needs. We're not against that. If you're legally owned to carry a firearm, I have no problem with you carrying a firearm. I just think the long gun is probably not appropriate out in public. Can we agree with that? Can we agree on that, by the way? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, anyway. what was it yesterday? What was it yesterday? We had the the gentleman's like, I was in the military, and you couldn't just carry that. <laughs> you couldn't right. carry that everywhere. The guy, this is the head of the TBI, says that increased access to guns makes it harder for law enforcement to identify who is lawfully carrying and who is a threat. That's the thing. This guy's walking down the street. You have no idea if he's lawfully carrying. It's just so weird and threatening that if he took a right and had entered a school and start opened fire. You would ask, why wasn't he apprehended? He was walking down the street with a gun right toward the school. Like, right? You would say that yes. if he wasn't. No, I mean, that's the whole point. It's like the muddying of the and waters. And how can yeah. you freaking tell? Uh, says the police chief or the TBI guy, our job is to keep people safe. And when you tie two hands behind your back, it becomes much more difficult for us to do our job. A local artist uh, is posting about this on Instagram. And he said, MPD hasn't talked much openly about this. They just said they check the guy wasn't doing anything wrong and um uh but this guy uh uh kyle taylor has been posting about it and um he said according to police the man was using a handgun with a large stock attached which made it look like an assault rifle he said police told him it didn't include a high capacity magazine by the way why wouldn't the police say this to like to like explain not not just some vague statement. Explain to the whole world exactly what the issue was. Anyway, uh, he, I mean, I guess in fairness to them, do we know that somebody asked? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, the, the the police. Yeah, oh yeah, we know people. Asked. Okay, then yes, yes we understand. We know people ask because we got a comment. It's just a vague comment. Yeah, he said police told him it didn't include a high capacity magazine. Federal law prohibits firearms within a thousand feet of a school. Um, it's unclear to the uh, how close he got. And then here's the artist. He made it clear to the police that he'd been robbed recently. He had purchased the gun and was carrying it to let other potential threats know that he was armed. The guy did seem to understand that what he did was very frustrating and disturbed a lot of people. A John Gillespie, Republican from Memphis, state rep, said he got lots of in messages from inboxes from people who were very upset and also said, I'm shocked that person was not killed somehow. That's not another thing too, right? That guy could have easily been sure. killed. He was white, so he probably less had to be killed. But still, uh, there you go. Yeah, but and white white gun toter also no, causes. No, that suggests, you know what I mean? that suggests serial. That yeah. suggests, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah. I think you're still better off to be white carrying a gun than, like, I do wonder, like, if that had been a black guy carrying a gun down the middle of the road, would it have been... Would it have been handled differently? We don't, we don't know the answer to that. But anyway, that's more on the mystery. And it just goes to the craziness of, oh, it was fine. It was fine. Why not? Anyway, uh, we do have sports to talk about. Again, John Martin coming up next, then uh, Chris Harrington, and, um, and, then, uh, and then a whole bunch of things we have to get to, including we were, we were, we've been wondering what in the world Memphis has to do to break into the top 25. And you look at their opponents, and yes. you see what their opponents have done and whatnot. And now the you, schedule's now beefing up. But now you look at future opponents, and the future opponent uh, aspect of this is looking a good deal more promising. Um, also more uh, 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 stiffer, uh, but more promising. Because Ole Miss absolutely demolished NC State last night and got the news that Musa Cisse, old friend Musa Cisse, yeah. say will be He's able back. to play. So that is good news for Memphis, right? Oh, totally. I, I, like I, I said, if you're a Memphis fan, you needed to root for Ole Miss last night because what we've seen, what matters the most, it doesn't matter if you get quality wins. It matters as long as you get quality wins the day before the voters have to vote. <laughs> um, and this will, it'll enhance the resume. I mean, you look already, Ken, Ole Miss taking a big jump up to Ken Palm uh, was, was north, I, I north still, of 100. I still have my doubts. Right. I don't. 
know what that'll be. But I also don't know what it NC is, State was. It is a road. It is a. It will be a road win if Memphis can For win sure. Oxford. Um, and so uh, the better Ole Miss is. Again, if you have to beat them, this is this is a it's a it's a little bit of a fine line. You want them to be good enough, correct? That they look good on your resume, correct? Not but good not enough good to enough beat to you. lose. Yeah, yes. right. So um, no, there's like a sweet spot of you want the. It's like I used to say: if you're going to play a top five team, you always wanted to play Houston because they're obviously a good team, right? But they couldn't like they weren't they didn't present such a matchup problem that, that you couldn't beat couldn't them. beat them. Yeah. Well, uh, in other news, by the way, Clemson. Uh, handled big, Alabama, big win. handled Alabama, Clemson also on the schedule. Uh, and so that is good. And by the way, Missouri won at Pitt. Yes. See that? Missouri won at Pitt. So. We also always had the Pitt conundrum. It's like, are they good? I right. don't know. But that does help, uh, helps that Missouri win. And, um, so there you go. Uh, it was, Tigers didn't play, um, but it was a good night for the Memphis Tiger basketball team. Also, good night for the Kentucky basketball team. Yeah, they had, they they never very really impressive yeah. in handling Miami. Not the same Miami team that it's been, but still uh, very impressive by Kentucky uh, over Miami tonight. You've got continuing on this theme, Arkansas versus Duke. Now I'm torn because uh, I want that Arkansas win to look good. The game's at Arkansas, right? I think it's at Arkansas. I believe that's correct. Um, on the other hand, on, on the other hand. My son's a senior at Duke. I want his last year to be happy. And uh, so I'm I'm going to be... I think Mark is also out for Arkansas. For Tremont, some reason. Trey Mark. He got hurt. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, there you go. Tennessee, UNC. It tonight. is It is at uh, Bud Walton. Yeah. Tennessee, UNC tonight. Uh, so that's a Great another, uniform matchup. That's, that's a great uniform matchup. And two future opponents, Texas A&M and Virginia. You're going to get a win there, but you're also going to get a loss there. I'm just going to go ahead and call that now. Uh, Texas A&M and Virginia future opponents play each other. So that is good. Do you think Musa Cisse changes the dynamic? Um, He does some. Yeah, I mean, the one, the one thing that was obvious with Ole Miss last night as I watched that game was they were better in the interior, like blocking shots, uh, than than I'd seen previously, and the biggest thing was like almost made shots last night. I don't know how repeatable that is, but yeah, I mean Musa's a quality. Like whether or not he is right. what he was promised to be, but he's a he's a he's adi- not hitting the threes that John Martin once thought he was going to hit. We'll talk about John about that right, up, but, but he is yeah. still like he's, a legitimately a, good is, college basketball player, legitimately good college basketball player. So that happened, and good for them. Also happened last night with the college football rankings were released: Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. The top four, then Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, Mizzou, and Penn State. Ole Miss at eleven. Tennessee unaccountably hanging in there at. They get 20, a quality win, Jeff. At twenty, at twenty-one. Well, they, it, listen, if they were in last week, there's nothing they did this week to to diminish. Oh them. yes, they did. They didn't cover. They muffed the punt and didn't cover. Sorry, they muffed the punt and did not cover. Uh, my apologies. Um, and of course, you then have the. Uh, you then have this discussion, Bill Hancock said on the show, that the, that the task is to identify the four best teams, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Let me be clear. That is not the task, is it? Because if that were the task, would Florida State... Let's, let's say Georgia loses to uh, uh, Alabama. Well, we, can, we don't even have to do that. 32 we, to 31. The, the, we don't have to do that. Washington and Oregon are playing this week. Washington is three. Oregon is five. The right, five, right, the number right. five team is a nine and a half point favorite. Right. Who would be favored right now? Uh, a number four FSU or number six Ohio State? Ohio State. Yeah, it's not. The, it's not at all the best team. It, it's not. It is. It is. They need to always. It should be the most deserving. It is the teams. most deserving team. It's the team that deserves it the most. Not in some great moral. Have you helped the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. downtrodden kind of way? But what does? What have you done on the schedule uh, to deserve? Well, Jeff, all these coaches turn turn boys into men. This situation, they do, of course. They yeah. help grow boys into yeah. men. That's what they do. Um, Great so leaders in the program. I still think the big interesting question, uh, uh, there are all kinds of interesting questions depending on like what happens if Michigan loses, but we're not considering that within the realm of possibility, right? Well, apparently so, Kirk Ferentz is. Kirk Ferentz is. Yeah, he said, wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be funny? Which, by the way, that doesn't make me believe in you. Um, and, uh, uh, but the big question is if Alabama knocks off Georgia, 
That's the only, like that that to get the chaos scenario. And, you and have is to that have really? That. And is it really? If that's the only thing that happens, let's say Oregon beats Washington. Okay. All right. Let's just go with the, 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 there's one upset. Michigan wins. Florida State wins. Oregon beats Washington, um, and uh, Alabama beats Georgia. Okay, so we get one upset really of the of the four. Um, at that point, so wait, you said Michigan wins, Oregon wins, Florida State, State wins, wins, Alabama wins. Yeah. What about Texas? Well, that's uh, Texas wins. Yeah, Texas wins. Well, too. then that, that's that's the problem. So that, that, that uh, yeah, and and that's a very reasonable. All, yes. All those things are the favorites winning, except for one. Correct. Right. And so that is a very reasonable of all the various scenarios. This is the 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 reasonable sort of crazy scenario. And then you obviously have Michigan in, and Florida State would be in. If Florida State is undefeated. I don't. So I'm the, not even just entertaining right, these right. arguments. So, so they're those in. those two are are basically are, are are in. Then you have one loss Oregon, one the just one conference champion, one loss Washington. They're out, but still one loss Washington, one loss Ohio State, one loss Texas, and one loss Alabama. Right. Correct. So I'm throwing out I, this idea that Ohio State would be in there. I'm throwing it out. They have not won their comp. They will. They will get penalized for not being a conference champion when these other two that we're mentioning. So Oregon would be in. Right. Oregon's in. Oregon's in. Florida State's in. Correct. And Michigan's in. And then and I so then firmly I, believe, and I, and everyone's calling me an idiot because everyone goes, you know, college. I think CFB Alabama's in. I do not. I think no. they've consistently said that Texas really? is ahead of Alabama, and they. They have not ignored the head-to-head. If you are someone that is so, like, okay, but here's, you hate here's, the here's SEC, the other, that's what you need to root argument. for, that scenario. Texas is ahead of Alabama right now. Correct. They've been ahead of them the entire time. They're one slot ahead of Alabama. Here would be the argument for moving Alabama ahead of Texas. Yes, they lost head-to-head. That is one data point. At home, point, by double and digits. It, and it's a key data point. But who, for example, they're one slot away from each other right now. Who is doing something more impressive this weekend? Texas Jeff, winning okay. or Alabama winning? Okay, but here's the here's the real question. What's the point of playing the game? You play all the games. You don't just play one game. Right. But if the Bills and the if the Bills and the Dolphins finish with the same record if the, and the Bills, the Bills win lost, twice. The Bills lost to the Pats. They're still better than the Pats. Right, but my point and I is, would put them in the payoff ahead of. But the, the point is, this is a competitive enterprise. If we're just trying to sit there and go, I'm saying that, and the Pats won, but that's there's a whole season of things right, to decide. But you have two teams. We have all these data points. You yes. have two teams, and in the end, they're tied. Tie goes to who won the game. They're 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 not tied in any. They they're in what way are they tied? They have the exact same record. They have the same record. They're twelve they, and they one. Do have the same record, but they play different. So you play different records play, in the NFL. There's a different schedules in the NFL. Right. And so, it, whatever. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. You think they take Texas yes. in, that, in that and leave. I the, also don't think it's going to happen. Right. No, it's unlikely because Georgia's going to beat Alabama. Yes. Right. But there you go. There, There's a little preview of, um, of the debate that could unfold. And I look forward to it. And, of course, if they were picking the best teams, if Florida State squeaks by Louisville, I mean, the, 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 this this week, right? I think if Louisville, or if Art, Florida State, Florida State wins by one point, right? In. But if they live by one point, I don't think you can argue they're better than Georgia. Oh no 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 no! A Georgia uh, that loses to Alabama. Uh, oh boy, I'm, I'm I, just saying. I think they'd get in over that, Georgia, right? But, but I don't think you can argue that. Yeah, better. but if we did like the power ratings every single year, they we say would... they're doing the best teams. Okay, <sighs> it's kind of a branding. thing. Um, it, it's kind of a branding thing. And then we have, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, mm. the Memphis Grizzlies. They play the Utah jazz tonight at FedEx forum in a game that I have certainly have circled. I hope the team does because this looks like a real opportunity, Jeffrey, isn't it? You could make the arguments on an opportunity for their last, their last win. It is, real, comes back. it is. No, I mean, the, 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 the Grizzlies just had Detroit and Minnesota added to their schedule because, and this is, it, it is, it has been confusing because if you are counting, if you look at the schedule and try to count 25 games to mm-hmm. when Jock comes back, you're like, he's not supposed to come back in that game against New Orleans. He's, he come back, that, that doesn't get you to 25. That's because they had, they added, now that the, the in-season tournament we we the, the, the is it's not over, but we, we moved into the knockout round. 
um, they have now, the teams that have been knocked out, have had games added to their schedule. Yeah. And so uh, they're going to play at Detroit Wednesday uh, and next Wednesday, and they're going to host Minnesota. That's no, no picnic uh, next Friday. And so I don't know. That Detroit game looks winnable. I mean, yeah, but so did both Utah games. <laughs> so do a lot of games. Yes, look winnable. Um, and uh, so did one of the two Portland games, yeah. right? I mean, um, uh, anyway, they opened. When I checked, they were, they were. here you go. How's this for startling? Mm-hmm. Your Memphis Grizzlies, owner of three wins, were five-and-a-half-point favorites tonight. Correct. It is down to four now. It's down to it's, four. It, it was down to four-and-a-half when we started the show. Now it's down to four. Uh, Lori Markinen out. Um, and uh, both Olenek and Clarkson are questionable tonight. I'm starting to like their chances, Jeffrey. Now, they did lose uh, first time, 133 to 109. Second game between these two teams. This is the last meeting, uh, 127 to 121. Jeffrey, <coughs> is this a must-win game for the Memphis Grizzlies? Oh, Absolutely. Is it really? Yeah, because at a certain point, if you don't start, like this could be the last time you win a home game before Ja comes back. I guess it's, but this is the other thing. It's like, it is becoming a problem that we're back to where no one really is showing up for the games. A problem. I mean, it's just, it's like not a great look. Well, one of the one of the people who who we took calls yesterday and we did the poll yesterday, and one of the folks who wrote me said, um, "Whatever." I think he said his tickets were the price of his tickets were raised from eighty three dollars to ninety seven dollars sure. or something like that. It was something like that, uh, and uh, and he said. I renewed during the off season. This is not what I paid for. I'm not going to renew again. Uh, you know, fool me once, shame on. You know, you fool me twice, whatever. And so there is that. This is not a fun experience to go and watch your team just play crappy basketball, be non-competitive, yeah. and lose by 20 to a Suns team, for example. Oh, fighting it, on the bench? Yeah, it's not, it, is not, it is not a good look for anyone. Having said that, here's, I'll, make, I'll make my argue against must win. There's no such thing as a must win for this team now. Must for what? Okay. I would say this. It's a must-win for Taylor Jenkins. It's getting to the point now where everyone keeps doing that they're not going to do anything, they're not going to do anything. Like People keep dismissing the fact that when you keep losing, at a certain point, something's going to have to be done. To Chris's point, no one goes 3-79. and 79. Why? They get fired before then. If they keep losing, whether or not it is or isn't, Taylor Jenkins' fault. He's going to be the first person at some point. They're going to shake it up. So you think that because I was going to say that there's no, it's not a must-win in the sense of what what is this team trying to achieve at Correct. this point? So what does it matter? Is yeah, it yeah. must-win because you think and after game 82, this game is going to be the difference maker, right, whether you're the tenth yeah, yeah. or no, the ninth? No, 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 no. It's just another freaking game in a horrible season. And in a, in those like, does Detroit ever play must-win games now? No. No, they don't play must-win games. No, I mean, we are recalibrating back to... We, we, it, it's jarring yes. to go so... <laughs> to, to be transported... The last two seasons, you were the t- number two seed. And all of a sudden, now you're yes. the, the, the Grizzlies of crappy times. Yes, and the only team you're considerably better than... The only team that you're considered to be definitely better than right now is the Spurs. So I don't think it's must-win... Um, for any reason other than feel-good reasons. Yeah, emotion. To have some self-respect, right? That's it. It's You don't want to go into December not having won a home game. You then are going after this game. You're going to Dallas and to Phoenix. That doesn't look particularly promising. Um, and then, by the way, you do. Then you go to Detroit. Thank God that game was injected into the schedule. I mean, maybe, maybe. But after that, it's Minnesota and Dallas. So of the next five, you've got one shot to win, and that's at Detroit after this game. The ne- of the next five, right? And then you got two against Houston that just beat you. Yeah. Twice, okay. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got Oklahoma City, New Orleans. 
Well, Indiana, New Orleans is when New Orleans is when he comes back. New Orleans is when he's come back. Is when he comes back. I think they will get to. Okay, I think they win tonight. I think they win that Detroit game. <laughs> and I think they win. All I do is win. One of the. Geez, I think they win three more before Jock comes back. They get to. Six. I think that would be the over. If I'm giving you two and a half more, you oh, would I'm take taking the it under. Now. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done trying to game theory this out. Your point if you're giving is me two and a half. It's not a must-win competitively. No. But it is a must-win in terms of morale of the fan base, morale of the players. Yes. Just frickin' uh, a drop of water to a team in the, that has been crawling through the desert, yes. right? And then you— Crawling. I, I think of <laughs> that has collapsed. Yeah. Was, crawling was, in the was, desert. Where's the fort? Where's the move? Crawling, crawling while maybe moving slowly <laughs> is moving. Um, and you think it's, it is for Taylor Jenkins— Yes. The I, other thing is, it is true at some part if the team is coming apart. Yes. Right? And when you have Marcus Smart yelling at new teammates, and you have Derek Rose speaking harshly, and you have, yes. it doesn't seem to be this all-for-one, one-for-all stuff going on here. Yeah. I could buy that. And, and before everyone's, you know, before everyone does the, well, you know, this is an outlier. Look at his record before that. Yo, Mike Budenholzer won a title two years ago and got fired. Like, it, that's the way the league works. <sighs> exciting times. It's so exciting that I'm actually coming off the bench and I'm going to go to tonight's game because I assume and write it. Because I assume that win or lose, it's notable, right? Oh, yes. If they win, they've got the first home win of the season. All we do is win, 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 no matter what what, what the streamers, streamers, which have been collecting dust up there, yes. are, are going to fall. Do we... Have we tested the button? <laughs> we, I don't think we've tested the button. Does the streamer button still work? Um, and if they lose, I think we're here to say it's the lowest low. Uh, the lowest of lows so far. Okay, yeah, but... but no, no, I'm not saying it's the lowest. Right, we're, we haven't reached... For, I, that's what I hate I've, when people go, like, oh, it's rock bottom. It's like, I, eh. I, I, No, no, no. It's the lowest so far. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of the whole theme of the season is... It can't get any lower, and so then it it's does. It's a limbo season. Yeah. Exactly right. Um, and I've right. not been doing stretching. There you go. Um, John Martin coming up next, then Chris Harrington on these subjects and more. By the way, my view on the uh, on the in season tournament, which which uh, now we've a thrilling night last night, evidently in the in season tournament. You right? tell me. You tell me. People were were thrilled, uh, and it was evidently incredible. Were they thrilled, or were they on Twitter? It was com- it was very compelling. Um, it was a it was a rockin' sockum end to the pool play. Um, and uh, here's my view: there's no way to know in Memphis whether it was interesting or not because the Grizzlies have been so far out of it and never relevant in it, that you wouldn't ever do the math. You didn't ever, no one needed to ever stop and figure out how it worked and what the point differential thing meant and where they were in the pool or who was like, you knew it wasn't relevant to you. So, Jeff, what, to your point, uh-huh. the Grizzlies were eliminated before the Raptors had even played their first game. <laughs> they were mathematically eliminated before well, the, everyone had even played their first game. So, so I don't think it's fair to say from the perspective of a Memphian yeah, that it's not interesting because, you know, was it interesting? Sac- Sacramento Golden State um, was, was you know, for who would advance last night. And then you had awkward things happening like, for example, in the Celts-Bulls game, um, Celts are um, up 29 to start the fourth quarter. Yep. Okay. And Jason Tatum still plays the last 933 because point differential matters, right? And so, or in the Atlanta-Cleveland well, the, game. Well, bigger, the bigger one was not only Jason Tatum playing. They started doing the, they started. And they started doing the hacka. Yeah. Hacka shack. Yeah. Um, only it wasn't Shaq. Um, Atlanta versus Cleveland. Uh, hacka Drummond. Yeah, hacka Drummond. Yeah. Hacka uh, Atlanta. Uh, uh, Atlanta playing Cleveland. Atlanta pulls its starters because they're losing badly. The way you do, you please play your starters. And Cleveland 
keeps playing their starters. And so that's awkward from Cleveland. Honestly, we saw this at the Suns game. Suns had Devin Booker in. The Suns were playing as they were beating the Grizzlies, um, and they were they were concerned with point differential. Yeah, so my big deal is we have to figure out a way around point differential. The problem is how do you, when you have so few games, you need a tie break that's something. Right. But everyone's, you want to give it to the college football playoff committee to no, decide who's the no, better team? No, but my deal is at some point – you're going to whittle it down. Like, even if you have... You would have to play more games than to whittle it down because that does, this does not whittle the it only down. Way, the only way that you run into a real problem is if you have four teams that are two and two. That's where you have a real problem. Because at a certain point, you're going to be able to sit there and go, this team played that team head-to-head, they go in, even if you're two and two. There you are with a head-to-head. Uh, we, got John Martin, we got John Martin. The games have next. to matter! My larger point is that... It's easy for, for people in Memphis to say, I don't understand it, I don't like it, I don't whatever. Until Memphis is relevant in it such that you spend the time to figure out what the hell is happening and and see if there's any added tension and excitement created. Ratings seem to be up. People, the games have been good, so I'm The not games gonna... have been competitive. Can we also just go, like, this floor idea was a terrible idea. I don't love the floors, but it does, I, it does help you identify, oh, this is one of those games. Um... All right, if you are selling your house, call Josh Heisel. Very simple advice for you today. Uh, 901-461-8147. 901-461-8147. I told you about uh, Steve. Steve's relocating to Arkansas. Didn't want to own two houses. Who would? Uh, and, uh, and is worried given the, the, you know, the interest rate stuff. Calls Josh. And uh, within a day, multiple offers sold over his asking price. Now, that's not necessarily going to happen to you, but... Josh will sell your house for 100% of your list price, or he will pay you the difference or step in and buy it at a price that is acceptable to you. So give him a call. Again, it's Josh Heisel and his team at Keller Williams, 901-461-8147, or joshsellsthemidsouth.com. John Martin will join us next, uh, then Chris Harrington. It's the Jeff Gawkins Show on a Wednesday, 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. P.J. Glasser with Beck QL. Number one, Georgia faces Alabama in the SEC championship game with a likely college football playoff berth on the line. UGA is starting to look once again like the team to beat, and they are five-and-a-half-point favorites against the Tide. Nick Saban is 8-1 and in SEC championship games and is very profitable as an underdog. Give me Bama plus five-and-a-half and plus 170 on the money line as well. I'm P.J. Glasser, bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Attention Arlington, your wing guru is now open. That's right, the long wait is over. So join Jason and me this Thursday from 4 to 6. We'll be there with all your guru favorites. Guru Gold, Nashville Hot, Triple J, 22 flavors of lip smacking goodness. Whole wings, party wings, and more. We'll see you at the newest wing guru on Airline Road in Arlington this Thursday. Same great wings, new great spot in Arlington. Oh, and from 4 to 6, enjoy six party wings for only 92 cents. That's this Thursday. 
Thursday from 4 to 6 at the newest Wingaroo in Arlington. Hello, this is Trey Norcross of Volvo of Memphis. If you're looking for affordable luxury, legendary safety, and a family-owned and operated dealership, come to Volvo of Memphis. If you're looking for a dealership that treats you like an honored guest in their home, come to Volvo of Memphis. At Volvo of Memphis, it's our goal to build lasting relationships one satisfied customer at a time. Volvo of Memphis, the difference you deserve. And remember, drive safe, drive a Volvo, and go Vols. Visit Volvo of Memphis at 7910 Trinity Road or online at volvoofmemphis.com. Bank of America is the proud employer of over 210,000 teammates who go above and beyond to support their clients' financial goals. Like Bruno, a Better Money Habits volunteer champion who helps debt feel less scary by giving clients tips and tools to tackle it little by little. For all your financial goals, we're here to listen and help. What would you like the power to do? Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash about. Bank of America N.A., member FDIC, equal credit opportunity lender. Listen, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot over on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right. Any winning measly little $5 money line bet. You win that, you get $150 in bonus bets. Cha-ching. That's for new customers over at FanDuel. FanDuel is official betting partner of the NFL. It's safe. It's secure. You're going to get your money fast. All you have to do is visit FanDuel.com slash Calkins. That's the promo code. C-A-L-K-I-N-S. C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. It's the holiday season. Time for great deals from Metro by T-Mobile, like 5G home internet for eligible customers for just $20 a month with nada yada yada. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no exploding bills ever. Just 5G home internet that's fit for any endeavor. So when the holidays are over, it's important to say 20 bucks a month is still all you'll pay. Nada yada yada, only at Metro. You'll need to qualify for the affordable connectivity program. Purchase a modem and get a phone plan. It's $25 the first month and $20 after that with auto pay. Limit one ACP discount per household. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help so you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. At Lowe's, you can save big on DeWalt tools, tough enough to take on even the most demanding jobs. Right now, buy one DeWalt 20-volt max brushless drill kit or impact driver kit for just $99. And there's more. Save over $20 on the DeWalt Tough Grip 110-piece screwdriver set. Was $49.98, now only $25.98. Because Lowe's knows tools, Lowe's knows pros. Valid through 11:29. while supplies last. Selection varies by location. Hey, I came as fast as I could. What's wrong? Everything's okay. I just need you to know I'm glowing up. You just texted SOS Get Here Now. And I stand by that because I switched to Cricket and got the all-new Motorola Razor. I have entered my flip era, and I am glowing up. I'm going to go back home. I support that. Switch to Cricket and get the all-new Motorola Razor for $199.99. Smile, you're on Cricket. Must open a new line on a $60 month voice plan. First month service charge and tax to its sale. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Get into the holiday spirit and listen to continuous Christmas music. 104.5 The River. For all the sounds of the season. From Mariah. To the holiday classics. It's the most. Plus, keep rocking around the Christmas tree no matter where you are. With 104.5 The River on the free Odyssey app. Turning your home into a winter wonderland? Ask your smart speaker to play 104.5 The River. Enjoy the holiday season your way on the radio, on your smart speaker, and on the free Odyssey app. If you're thinking about a holiday event for family or your place of work, there's no better place than the Majestic Grill where the holidays are magical. The decorations will make your heart melt and there's something on Majestic's menu for everyone. To inquire about booking a corporate or special event, just go to MajesticGrill.com slash events, leave your information and the incredibly helpful event manager will contact you and help you set it all up. There's no better place to be for the holidays than the Majestic 
But don't wait too long because it's booking up fast. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Thinking of uh, adding a little sparkle to someone's life, no better place than Robert Irwin Jewelers. If you're thinking about getting engaged, no better place than Robert Irwin Jewelers. They will walk you through it, through the process, and there's a reason that Robert Irwin Jewelers has been here for 48 years. Their story's a little bit like my story. They, they used to be in New York. They came down here and said, you know what? I'd like to live and work and make a business uh, in Memphis. And again, 48 years. And they do things like they have the meant-to-be guarantee, which you won't find uh, most anywhere else. Uh, whereby, if you buy your loose diamond or custom-made engagement ring from Robert Owen Jewelers, you have 365 days to return it uh, if you are not 100% satisfied. You will be, but still, it's comforting to know that you have that guarantee. Free ring sizing for life. So if your engaged ring or wedding band no longer fits, don't worry, just bring it in. They'll resize it for free diamond trade-up when you decide it's time for a new bigger diamond you can bring the original diamond back to robert irwin jewelers pick on a new one and you only pay the difference uh, also they have spa service for your jewelry a bundle of jewelry maintenance services include stone tightening buffing polishing ultrasonic cleaning uh steam cleaning all of that it is robert irwin jewelers plus by the way lots of financing options um you can pick up to 60 months to pay so it's that season. It is time to get into Robert Irwin Jewelers. RIJewelers.com. All locations, by the way, are open on Sundays through Christmas. Joined now by John Martin, Jason and John, every single day uh, from 11 until 2. I'm an avid listener. I'm such an avid listener that the other day I was tuning in, and I'd just gotten off the phone call, and I, and I heard someone say, yeah, Jeff has... Um, Jeff has already out. All it took was one bad half against Villanova, and Jeff is, like, ready to throw Penny under the bus and saying he can't coach and what's he done and whatever else. And I was so enraged by this, by being misrepresented, John. You were misrepresenting me on the show that I texted in furiously and said, I said no such thing. And, and you had not. And, and, and you had not said any such thing. We were talking about Jeff Good. <laughs> Uh, who you know? Who has uh, you know? Who has? He makes, who is a professional. He, he makes a tour. Yeah, he's. Does he do this with other fan bases too? Like, is if he does? He, he does. He has a few. You know, like the who ones else does that he, he poke? Knows, so who else does he poke? He probably pokes Kentucky um, a lot, a lot harder today. By the way, right? He's in hell right now. He's in hell um, right now. Yeah, he can't. He can't. He doesn't really have much material. Um. I think, like, Kentucky's the one that I think of the most in terms of who he antagonizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, I'll be honest, though. It was showed, a, showed moral weakness on my part that I was so concerned over what someone— and, A, I was wrong. You weren't even talking about me. <laughs> like, I tell it's, main, it's main I, character syndrome. I tell people all the time to let things, people, things flow off their back, you know? Don't sweat exactly. the small stuff. Don't get in. And that's just true in your workplace, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Just take a deep breath, move on. It's fine. But is it easy to follow that advice? No, well, it is not. Well, I mean, not. In, that, in that case, in that case, you know, had we been talking about you, we would have been completely lying about things that you said. Yes, yes. So but, I think, but you weren't. I think that's the you weren't, difference. You weren't talking about me. But I'm an avid no, listener. No, we weren't talking about you. I'm an so, avid listener, and I appreciate. Yeah, I mean, uh, luckily, luckily, that was a, we we, we could have we avoided that issue all together. So obviously, Ole Miss wins big last night, beating NC State. Musa Cisse, who yep. you once scouted out as his with for his honestly his ability to shoot the three, is what I remember you talking the about. The NBA three, the, the NBA three. Musa Cisse is eligible to play and will be playing against Memphis Saturday. So this is good for Memphis, so long as Memphis can beat Ole Miss. Which is not, by the way, a given. I was down in Oxford a couple of years ago 
when the, that was the Amani Bates year. I don't know if that was the lowest point of the Hardaway era. I think that was the lowest point of the Hardaway era. They got their ass kicked by by Ole Miss, and then Penny calls out his team afterwards. That was pretty. That was a low point. I, you know, losing by getting doubled up by Tulsa. That was bad, right? Didn't they get doubled oh, up? Oh God, yeah. There's been it's been a little rocky to get to this point where I think people feel pretty good about it. Um, how comfortable do you feel about the Memphis Ole Miss game? Um, I mean, I think it's it's going to be a I think it's going to be an absolute war. Um, I mean, I think Memphis is probably going to be a one point favorite or or a one point underdog. Like it's going to be like one of those you know spreads, right? Um, I, I think it's just. Hard to know exactly, um, you know, because Musa hasn't played, but we know sort of what he can do defensively and the, you know, the the presence that he is. Um, now, the good news for Memphis is that they've mostly just relied on the three, right? That's like right. They, they don't. Who gets to the rim? They yeah. don't, right? Uh, you know, that's not what yeah, they do. So, I mean, that's the thing. But, um, yeah, I, I, I do think, like, it's going to sort of um, exacerbate Memphis's issues on the interior because, you know, I mean, Musa is a problem. You know, he, he I, I don't know if he can catch the ball. Maybe he can catch the ball now. If he can, I mean, I can see him going off for, you know, uh, you know, 15, 18 kind of points. I mean, I, there's yeah. nobody. How, that how many offensive rebounds is he going to get? Right. 37. Like, yeah. Like Memphis just doesn't have anybody above the rim. Um, so I think that's the, you know, that's the thing. That's the issue here. Uh, but, you know, look, Ole Miss, I think, is good. Clemson is good. Uh, you know, all, all these teams that, um, you know, Memphis has on a schedule that you know, maybe you didn't necessarily look at and say, oh, well, that's, I mean. Okay, you got, all, just beat you got Alabama last night. Beat you the know? hell out of I Alabama mean, last night. You got yeah. Ole Miss is good. Clemson is good. Obviously, A&M and Virginia are playing tonight. Just take yep. those four games. What are the, if, is two and two good enough? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I'd say so. Just knowing. Knowing, you know, the quality of these teams now, right? I mean, maybe Virginia's dropped back a little bit, but knowing the quality, generally speaking, I'd say you'd have to be happy with two and two because then you'd be sitting here, you know, seven and three, uh, which is, I mean, for me, if you had told me before the season started, like what's a, what's a realistic, you know, ideal record, I'd have told you seven and three. Like if you get through, you know, I think we were saying maybe even six and four. So it would be better, honestly, than expected by about a game. So I think that would be a best-case scenario. Funny, though, people, and I, the, the, I know you don't care about the voters, and I get that, but people aren't that impressed by what they've done, you know? They are not. They are not. You're right. And I think that is uh, a misstep. I think that is a, because, as I said on Twitter, like I know some, some of the people. I'm in like a big college basketball group. Yeah. And I and a, a group chat. I know some people that vote. Right. And I think there are some people that uh, take it very seriously, like who, you know, watch the games. OK, uh, that 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 study it and that are really committed to it. And then I know some people that don't, <laughs> you know, that don't watch all the games that can't. They have kids, they have uh, partners, they have all these things. And so what ends up happening, Jeff, is that you have people that, you know, aren't necessarily um, how can you say, um, quick to update their priors, A, or, like, actually watch, right? So that's the problem. That's the issue. And I think Memphis certainly, like, Illinois was ranked, okay? Illinois' resume is absolutely, no question about it, worse than Memphis. They're 5-1 five, they five and one coming into Monday, but they had beaten, I mean, nobody. They had beaten, like, I mean, I, I'm not saying nobody, this is, but they beat, like, Western Illinois. And, and, and Didn't they hang in there with Marquette? They play Marquette. They lost to Marquette. They, play, they, they lost to Marquette. They lost to Marquette. Yeah. They lost. Like they didn't win. No. You know. They didn't so win. My whole thing was Memphis beat a ranked Arkansas team. They beat a, a Big Ten Michigan team on a neutral. Okay. Fight. So let me they ask you beat. this: Why do you think? I mean, we go so easily to the anti-Memphis thing, and which is generally preposterous. I mean, it's not preposterous. When I'm talking about people who live in the rest of the state about Memphis, you like I uh-huh. that that's not preposterous. That's real. There's a real anti, and we know what it's grounded in. And uh, but in terms, of if you're living in Boise, like why do you, or whatever you know Spokane or or Bangor, Maine, why do why are you anti-Memphis? It seems crazy. So then why 
Why? Given because, the because, because they have a perception, okay? They have a perception of Memphis from over the years under Penny Hardaway, uh, earned or not, uh, that, you know, this team falls off or is not worthy. Like, they have priors. And they, like I said, most people are not quick enough to update those when it comes to votes like this. Weirdly enough, the uh, priors go back to Josh Pastner, really. Oh, I, I think that, I, that's 100% true. I think, uh, you know, if you really broke it down and sort of tried to examine the psychology, people have opinions about programs uh, from past coaching tenures. I think that's 100% true. Like, coaches do... Well, coaches it, was, it, was, do, it, was, it was the Passner era where they always underachieved. Uh, 100%. And, and then, and then uh, Penny comes in, Penny. and then yep. Penny has these high-profile recruiting, whatever, uh, yeah, exactly. and, they, and they, relative to, uh, to the hype, that's underachieved. Exactly right. And yep. so no one looks at what kind of team this is and how they're playing, and then they see the just they see the, what happened in the first half. I really do think subjectively that it had a huge impact. People no, who were loosely think, paying attention said, "Oh, look at they're getting blown out. They're fake." Programs have reputations, right? They just do. And and is it is it fair? Is it even like right to to try to apply something that happened you know ten years ago to a a, a situation now? Of course not. It's it's crazy. But we're dealing with human beings, as far as I know. I don't think they've moved to our artificial intelligence voters yet. So when, as long as you are dealing with human beings, you're going to have that. You're going to deal with it. So I think that is absolutely – I mean, that, that, it, it's not about merit. I, I know that because I, I, I watch college basketball, man. I'm doing national college basketball shows, so I have to. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that there are not 25 teams in the country that have a better resume as of right now than Memphis. They're just not. There just aren't. Uh, now, that may change in three weeks. You know, that may change in a month. I don't know. We'll see. But but by and large, Memphis is is absolutely the, – they're deserving. Uh, they're deserving to be in the top 25. It's not going to end the world. It's not going to uh, – you know, we don't have to storm the Capitol. They have a chance to get in there with a win overall miss. Like, Alabama is clearly going to be out of the top 25. Uh, I think there was another top 20-ish team that went down last night. Uh, so, you know, there's going to be opportunity, but you got to beat Ole Miss now, which is, you know, with Musa Cisse in there, going to be a little harder than we thought. It puts the spotlight even more firmly on Jordan Brown, which has been a disappointing uh, uh, adventure so far. Are you hopeful that there will be improvement there, or um, is this looking like it may continue to be a disappointing venture? I worry a little bit. Actually, I worry a lot with him um, that – it's just a bad fit. It's just a bad fit stylistically. It's a bad fit, um, you know, personnel-wise. You know, the, what, what worries me is that, you know, he comes from a place at Louisiana where, again, he was the Lou Heads Player of the Year. I mean, they did have games where they were scoring in the 80s, but, you know, it felt like they were more comfortable when it was just sort of forcing the entry pass to him down low and he was just kind of making something happen below the rim. You know, and that's just not going to be a Penny Hardaway style of basketball ever. It's just not. I mean, could there be a game or two or three or four where it sort of devolves into that? Sure. Like Virginia is coming up on the schedule. You know, I feel like that's going to be a half-court game. And it's never a bad thing, by the way, to have a guy like that. But, I mean, there is no way that Jordan Brown came to Memphis thinking he was going to be a you know, a specialty, <laughs> you know, a, like, oh, use me when we're in a 50 to 60 game. You know, he came here and expected to, you know, I assume be a, a, an 18 and 10 type of guy like he was last year with Louisiana. So I think, look, what ends up happening is you, you miss on a couple guys, you know, what, what's out there. Jordan Brown's productive. You, you think sort of, hey, this will work. This can work. Um so far, I just don't think the fit is there right now. You know, again, they want to play up tempo, and I don't know if he's not the guy that's going to run up and down the court, get above the rim. That's just not him, and I don't know how you change or fix that. You're known for your uh, wagering wisdoms um, right now, Jeffrey. What did we say the line? I think the line with Grizzlies and Jazz started at five and a half, but is it now down, it's to, down four? to four? Now it's down to four, Jeffrey. It, I mean, John, if you were to play uh, this game, have you? I have you played this game? Memphis? Oh, Grizzlies. Grizzlies. No, I'm not. Grizzlies no. favored by four over the Jazz. Where does uh, Patty, where would Patty place his dollars? No Laurie Markinen, Clarkson, and Olenek are questionable. Right. So, 
I don't know how. Like that's the thing about like that, that's why I I don't get on the NBA until I absolutely have to for the most part because it's such a guessing game, you know, of who's going to go, who's going to like the questionable tag, you know, like I, or right. maybe one of those two guys goes, maybe maybe they both don't go. Um, if you, I mean, stipulate something for me here. Is are they both going? Is it going to be one what of them? What are we going to stipulate, like, Jeffrey? We'll stipulate that they both play. Clarkson and Linux both play. No Laurie Markkinen. Well, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I think the the line, the way the line is moving, suggests that they think someone thinks they won't. Well, no, I think someone thinks, thinks that, that one will, one will one play will at least yeah. one because it's gone from five and a half to four. Oh, gotcha, so, gotcha. Okay, yeah, okay. So, uh, I'm going to stipulate they I both play. Yeah, I can't. Then there's no way that the, the Grizzlies shouldn't be favored over anybody. Um, maybe the Wizards, uh, but but they, they got, lost the Wizards. They, they should be favored in this game. They're home. You know they're focused. You know they care deeply about this game, right? Because it after this they go on the road, man. And um, yeah, and I they've mean, and I, I, they've I, got Bain and Jaron, and Utah doesn't have Laurie Markkinen. They should be yeah. favored in this game. They should win this game. I think they will win this game. Well, wow, that is bold. Uh, I, I I just don't want to get into a situation where I'm like laying anything with them. Um, I mean, they are so miserably bad uh, that I just you, I I would Jeffrey I can says, only play them. I can only take the points. We I'm were discussing sorry. why the, if this was must win or not must win, and the argument against it is you can't have must win in a season like this. Like, does Detroit play? Oh must, yeah, like, does Detroit play a must win yeah. game? They don't play must win games. Does Vanderbilt right. play must win football games? They don't play must win games. So it doesn't exactly. matter. It's uh, it would be must win from the perspective of morale for fans and players, and also at some point for Taylor Jenkins and his future. Well. I mean, yeah, I, I think that is fair. Uh, they they have to show something because I am, you know, I, as I said on the show, like even even in that year of you know however many dudes it was, thirty seven guys that played, they were competitive. You know, they were definitely uh, still f- finding ways to win games, um, and this team is not doing that. <laughs> this team is not finding ways to win. They are actually like tapping out the third quarter. Um, and I understand that, like, there is a limit to what you can expect, and I am completely aware of that. That said, if you watch these games, I don't know how it doesn't disturb the hell out of you the way they're going. Like, just the way that the Grizz are just letting go of the rope game after game, um, regardless of – I mean, and, and it's like it's one thing if this happens on the road, you know what I mean? But these are these – are, most of these are happening at home. You got beat by the Suns without Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal by four trillion points. You know, I mean, it's just at home. It's like where's the where's the the fire? You know, and I you got Mark Smart on the on the sideline. He ain't playing, so it's like did his words even ring? You know what I mean? He just showed up and isn't even playing. So I do worry. Like I don't know. It's just giving me a little pause on the on the. And look, NBA coaches are hired to be fired. I. I don't think anybody should ever get attached to these guys. You know, I mean, matter in, in, the, in the entire. Okay. Um, Last question, so I, John. I don't, what uh, okay. do you put up Christmas decorations at your like, uh, out, on the outside my of your family house? Or do I do lights, it personally? Lights, lights on the outside of your house. If I was to drive, uh, by. we'll do like um, we'll do like a uh, fire Taylor Jenkins display. <laughs> uh, no. No, uh, we we uh, will we uh, we'll probably do like some driveway stuff. You know what I'm saying? What does and that maybe mean? do some. Do you, you have know, an like inflatable snowman? You know, no, we don't. Have... He's gone. He's gone. Intuition. He's gone. That's Can you hear? the end. Of, yeah, go ahead. You don't have what? Yeah, no. Intuition Cut him off. Is... Cut him off. Cut him off. Get rid of him. Thanks, John. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Thanks, John. <laughs> Do you uh, do you do lights on your outside of your house? Uh, the so my wife obviously is in charge of decorating. My job is to br- <laughs> my my job is to bring said. It's a fair deal, I think. She doesn't make me do any decorating. If yeah. I will take the stuff from the attic and bring it down, it's a very good and then deal. she can decorate. So we do outside stuff. So we have like these like lighted like pre built trees, like but they're not yeah. like. Uh, they're decorative, but they that, go outside. But we we're not streaming like stringing. There's stringing no, lights. You're there's not, no Griswold. We aren't the Griswolds. Yeah, yeah. The um, 
that's the story that I've told before was that I bought this house that I live in now. And around Christmas, it was weird because all these cars would come by my house. And they didn't tell me, they sh- I should disclose this. Josh Heisel would disclose this, uh, that it was the Christmas house in the neighborhood before I got there. There was one, not only did they have all the lights and they had a doctor's, they had a uh, Grinch on the balcony and they had... Did they do the music? They had the music yeah, whereby so you, you tune, your radio. tune your radio to whatever and whatever else. And they didn't disclose it to me. There were a lot of electric Yeah, that outlets. actually, that needs to be, we it need needs, to add that to the, has yeah. someone died in here? Right, exactly. And then also, yeah. You got to disclose it because all of a sudden I'm the Grinch in the whole neighborhood. And so that was, that was terrible. Um, how do you feel about, if you had endless amounts of money, now you're going to have to hypothesize, and we're going to have to think, this is a purely hypothetical because we work in radio. But if you had endless yeah. amounts of money and a big house, is it okay morally to pay one of these people to come and put up your lights? You know how they do. 